Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You couldn't make this story up. You couldn't go to a studio and say, hey, I got an idea for a story and it's the son and he grows up to become a cop and his father. I'd say, get the hell out of here. Are you crazy? The fact that this incredible story is real, it's historical, they couldn't make the story up. That's Steve Hodell. You'll be hearing a lot from Steve throughout this series. He's our mom, Fauna Hodell's uncle. So to Rasha and I, Steve is our great uncle. He's 77 years old now, and he spent the last 20 years of his life investigating his own father as the Black Dahlia murderer. There's a photo that Uncle Steve has from when he was little. He's sitting on George Hodel's lap. The father, a murder suspect. And the son he's holding? The one who would eventually set out to prove it. Steve grew up to become a decorated homicide detective for many years in Los Angeles, with over 300 murder investigations under his belt. If there's any authority on this murder, it's our uncle, Steve Hodel. A fair amount of people are familiar with the crime name itself, Black Dahlia. But if you ask somebody, are you familiar with the Elizabeth Short murder? They're going to say, no, never heard of it. And so very few people know who the victim actually was other than this pseudonym. When the officers respond to the crime scene, they have a nude body. She's a Jane Doe, Jane Doe number one. It's January 15, 1947. No ID, no purse, nothing. The detectives note that the body has been drained of blood, exsanguinated. There's no blood at all at the crime scene. So they they know immediately that it occurred elsewhere because there would have been a lot of blood. And they discover that the body has been washed clean. The right breast is completely excised, removed. They look at the left thigh and they see a large chunk of flesh has been removed. There's a four to five inch incision right above the pubic area which was totally consistent with a hysterectomy. There was blunt force trauma to the head. She'd been struck multiple times on the head. The other horror that the detectives discovered at the crime scene was that her mouth had been cut almost ear to ear. Also clearly observable was that the body had not just been thrown out of a car and and just dumped there. It was carefully posed just off of the sidewalk. The upper torso, the hands were over the head as if you were surrendering or giving up. And then carefully juxtaposed maybe six inches to the west of the upper torso was the lower half. The legs were spread wide open. 
So it was clearly that somebody was trying to make some kind of a statement here and had carefully posed the body. It was absolutely horrific. She was cut completely in two, with each half of her body posed for the most shocking effect. The upper half with her arms raised was moved far enough away from her lower half with its legs spread that the person who first discovered her thought it was two pieces of a mannequin. The detectives took her fingerprints and within a day, they'd ID'd her as 22-year-old Elizabeth Short. There wasn't much evidence left at the scene, but one of the first detectives there made note of something. Root of Evil, Episode 2, coming this Wednesday. 